Yo. Yo, we back. We're here. Oh, we are back. We are back. We're, we're gone. That, that, yes. That explains my my brain. Also, I had a, I was like, did I forget to write down which voicemails we did last week? We just, we did an episode of Dear Dairy last week is what we did. This is I normal. I hope you like it. Normal for someone to forget <laughs> something yeah. like that. Um, we I'm got a, a bunch I'm of a nice uh, messages from you guys about it. Thank you for listening. We hope you loved it. I really like the people that were like, oh, I thought this was a milk podcast. Pleasantly surprised. <laughs> Why? Okay. With all due respect, <laughs> uh, truly, we love our listeners. Thank you so much for supporting us. What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> Who thought? Someone said, I thought this was a, quote, discussion about milk. So I, they said, day one suboptimal subscriber. Thank you for your business. Thank you. But I always skipped Dear Dairy when it came up in the feed because I thought it was a discussion about milk. Ma'am, <laughs> sir, person, what? is a discussion about milk and why why would i be doing it we how, need it we need it how many episodes of a milk podcast do you think or milk and milk products one it's four minutes long that's all you need <laughs> yeah. one 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 podcast four minutes hey uh, milk oh you got skim you got two percent oh half and half yeah heavy whipping cream the end yeah I I think I could stretch it to two episodes. Yeah, I think I think we could do a limited. Series. I mean, now what do we have? Ads? Uh, are we are we sponsored by Big Big Dairy? Uh, in that case, Big Lactose. I, I would take some ads for the Dairy Commission, and I'd be like, man, I love. I don't drink it, but I love putting it in a mask on my face. I don't know. I'd make some shit up. You're saying, yeah, we can make it work. Milk, they sold get out at to, us. Yours is racist. Sold out to Big Dairy. <laughs> Oh God! We've um, sold no. out to a lot, lot less. So, <laughs> um, don't get hit by trains. Um, people, no, people. It just cracked me up. I'm like, yeah, the the name is confusing. It's because Poonam Patel, my co-host, used to call. She couldn't spell diary when she was a kid, so all her entries say "Dear Dairy," which I thought was adorable. But the amount of people that thought we were doing a milk podcast, good lord, it's just wild. I love it so much. Now they know what they want. Now yep. we know yep. what the people want. We call that market research. Um, we're talking fast because we got a lot to do. Yeah, we got a lot to do today. We're we're cramming in. Well, you'll find out. You'll you, find out. You listeners to the yo suboptimal audio audiomatic universe. Uh-huh. You'll see what's in store. We got a little post-credits teaser. Yes. We don't. No. So this is the did? podcast, Yo, Is This Racist, where we listen to your voicemails about <laughs> racism with the help of a special guest or guests, or sometimes just Kevin, our producer, Kevin Bartelt. Uh, I'm Tony Newsom. That's Andrew T. We are yep. here. First, we're going to talk about slightly current events. <laughs> 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 events that are a little less than current because we took a week off. I mean, we don't have to. Um, let's see. I think the, the one, well, two, well, one. Um, I feel like... So the racists really got on Simone Biles uh, for, uh, I don't I totally understand. She Did she just step out away from the Olympics? Uh, from she her, stepped away from an event. I, I think it was a big event. I also don't, I'm not a sports head and I'm not an Olympics head. So I don't get, yeah. to, I don't, I, I think she had other events after it. Yeah. Uh, but this one she pulled out, to my understanding, was because uh, she didn't feel, you know, she wasn't injured, she wasn't hurt. She did not feel that she could safely and successfully, you know, yeah. do it, which, I mean, and I she, was more... And she's executing um, moves that 
literally other people can't do. They right. have changed the scoring, so she doesn't get um, the amount of points for the, quote, degree of difficulty, which is how um, it would normally be scored. And I'll just say, given the Olympic Committee's clear track record, if a mm-hmm. white gymnast were pulling this shit off, I highly doubt this would be happening. No, they wouldn't say um, shit. People like yeah. Piers Morgan would not have shit to say about a white gymnast being like, hey, I might hurt myself. I'm not going to do this thing that I basically made up and that no one else can do. Yeah. But instead they want to jump all over. I, I just love the people who've never so much as played like intramural sports in college, having an opinion about these high level athletes. I, I just like, what are you doing that's risking yeah. your body and livelihood? Yeah. Zero. It's, the, I mean, the Olympics, uh, you know, inspiring for some reasons, largely poisonous for the majority of reasons. Um, it is actually, um, LA is getting um, worse and worse with regards to getting ready for the Olympics. Um, we just criminalized being homeless this week. Um, mm. Other podcasts, perhaps some um, more Kevin-adjacent podcasts probably have better more cogent shit about to say about this. I'm talking about the LA pod. Sorry. It's not your pod, but you're in the universe more than we are. Um, uh, but you know, it's, it's, um, yeah, the, the, the like moments of goodness around the Olympics. Mm-hmm. I just, every single second are outweighed by something fucking horrible, something fucking racist. Um, it's very hard for me to get enthusiastic about it. I don't know. It is hard. But, you know, um, actually, my manager called me. We were just talking about something else. And she's a she's an athlete. She was an athlete in college and high school. And, it, you know, sports are very important to her. And I yeah, that's something we don't have in common. And but hearing her talk about just how bummed she was for Simone and for what that must feel like as an athlete to not be able to, you know, just not trust your body in that moment. That's so. Yeah. That's so hard. I was just trying to put it in terms that felt, you know, that I could understand. And it's, yeah. And it, it would be a, the equivalent to a, a performer being like, I can't, I don't want to be on camera anymore. I can't do this. I don't feel good. I don't feel right. And that's like heartbreaking that someone feels like they can't do what they're best at. So to have all these fucking thumb headed, no chin motherfuckers <laughs> come out of the yeah. woodwork to be like, oh, where's your sportsmanship? Blah, blah, blah. It's You're like, so weak. Yeah. None of your business. You're weak. Yeah. This woman who can do things you can't even fucking draw. <laughs> you might have less of this uh, as a more experienced performer, but I've had times, actually rarely rarely with Yosis Racist shows, but sometimes doing stand-up, I'll just be like, I don't know where I am. I forgot what I'm supposed to say next. I don't know mm. what's happening. I guess it's probably what people think of as sort of a panic attack sort of thing, but mm. I cannot break my neck while that's happening. Right. <laughs> Right. Right. You so can't like, maim yourself. Yeah. So You're just like, going to get a little have, embarrassed. Yeah. I just have an uncomfortable moment and like got to figure it out. But like, I definitely yeah. have just been like, what the fuck am I doing again? I mean, look, people have heard yeah. me on this podcast be like, what the fuck am I doing again? So, um, my brain has been damaged and poisoned um, from all my years at Second City because you just, you had to just bomb so publicly and so thoroughly like it in front of 300 people eight shows a week if there was something that wasn't working you had to do it until you guys wrote something that replaced it so 
sometimes that would take a full week. So you'd just bomb and you'd just go up knowing night after night, knowing you're going to bomb in front of 300 fresh people. And it really does switch off the part of your heart that feels shame. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and it just made it so that I don't, I don't experience this anymore no, because I'm not yeah. going to die. Like nothing that can happen to me on camera or on television yeah. is going to yeah. kill me. <laughs> so yeah. I just suffer the... Whatever, it's not great to do a bad job, but I, I so and anyway, that's all to say. Yeah, that I yeah. cannot imagine what this is like on a literal world stage. Right. No, yeah. I'm just, yeah, I'm even throwing out, that's just like the tiniest thing I'm close to. And yeah. like, guess what? Those motherfuckers, <laughs> fuck you, Piers Morgan specifically, always. <laughs> Kevin, do, what, I agree with that sentiment, but Kevin, don't put that in the description because I don't like that the, if you guys notice the descriptions of our pods are like, they talk about a certain talk Director. show host. Like, <laughs> we don't put their names in there because we don't want us our shit coming up in their search engine. Yeah. This might be bad podcast marketing, but I don't give a fuck. I don't want these people to know that we're talking about them and just seek us out for whatever. Yeah, yeah. we don't need any of this shit. So I got a, um, I don't know. It was uh, just another, like, a person who I assume is a listener. Although I think they assume I'm white at the same time, so maybe not. Weird. I don't know. Someone was mad that, and it was a black person, and I'm, you know, they're not, like, wrong exactly, but it was like, okay, I guess, come after me. Um, but I made a joke about the baby, and someone was mad that I hadn't been, I guess, talking about Ed Buck, who is a piece of shit, Democrat murderer in LA. He's he's the guy um, who um, black escorts kept on being found dead in his house. Oh my uh, god! In LA, yeah. It was but sort of who recent. is he? Is he a rap? Is he just a murderer? Is he a rapper? No, he's he's no no no. He's like a um um um, um political guy. I don't know, like a like a okay. m- medium high level Democrat donor millionaire type person. Okay. Um, it's just this thing where, where like, we frequently get, like, why are you talking about this but not talking about that? And it's like, I mean, the reality is it didn't cross my mind. And that is, you know, white supremacy why? is built into that. The I'm fact sorry. That, yeah. Yes, I just have a question. Ahead. Why are you, why do you have to know about this man? I've never heard of him until you brought him up. Because well, we do a racism podcast? Yeah, I guess. That's sort of the thing. And it, but he is an LA person, I believe. Um, or, you know. You can't it, have like, heard of every bad man. I'm sorry. I don't know what this tweet said, but I'm annoyed on your behalf because the, the idea that we know about every bad thing that's happening is insane. Yeah. yeah. I it's it's just this thing where I was like, yeah, needing well, sort of this accusing me of being racist for being insufficiently covering this. We're not the news. The other part of it is, I'm pretty sure I did actually retweet something about this, but whatever, it's fine. We're not the news, and Um, Andrew's Twitter is sure as fuck not the news. Otherwise, he's got to get rid of all of his Garfield t-shirts off there. It also, it just better not... That's pretty newsworthy to me. Better not be the news, because, good God, we're all in trouble. It was a very thing. So, But at the same time, like, I don't know. I guess I'm sympathetic to this person. I find them annoying but and wrong in their focus, but not wrong in their outrage, I guess. Just like a weird place to be, I suppose. That's just so weird. Anyway, so you you mentioned DeBaby. You made a joke about him. I mean, just the DeBaby jokes were pretty fire this weekend. And you know what? <laughs> 
Obviously, there are bigger issues and there are homophobes everywhere. So DeBaby is a rapper. He made a bunch of homophobic comments at um, Rolling Loud Miami. I guess it's a festival or a thing. Um, He shouted a bunch of just truly ignorant shit. I won't repeat um, on stage. And then instead of like he he gave some backhanded fucking apology where he was like, sorry, I'm I'm a a free person. You want to be free just like me. Sorry, I've offended you or whatever. It was so stupid. And then he got pulled from. A bunch of shit. He got yeah. pulled from Austin City Limits, from Lollapalooza. Uh, and then he released a, quote, real apology saying, I'm so sorry to the LGBTQ plus community. But but he still couched it in like paragraphs of like social media just attacks you before you have a chance to learn and educate yourself. And it's like, bitch, you, you weren't trying to learn and educate yourself. You literally said, sorry, I'm a free dude or whatever. Um, so yeah. uh, Lacey Mosley had a great tweet that just said, the uh, baby really let hate fumble the bag. <laughs> Because like, <laughs> truly, uh, as soon as he started losing money, then yes. he had yeah. some shit to say. Um, I I'm stealing this from various people on Twitter. I can't remember specifically who, but it would have been better if he just posted uh, the little clip from Dinosaurs. If he had just said, <laughs> "I'm the baby, gotta love me," it would have been better. Actually, that's than true. What, than what he did. You're right. I was calling this whole thing a debacle. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, yeah. So, I'm baby, I don't know. Love me. That's so funny. Um, anyway, so he's a piece of shit. He's also still like one of the hugest artists in the world. Do we really? This is why I, I'm of the mind of like, yes, of course, consequences for people's actions. But no, also cancel culture doesn't fucking exist unless you're Janet Jackson, because this is yeah. not. Yeah, he got bumped from a bunch of festivals, but he can still sell out shit on his own. He's not yeah. the type of artist that needs festivals. He's not a mid-tier indie band that needs to go to Lollapalooza. Like, Meg the Stallion did great at Lollapalooza. She didn't need to do it. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, maybe he didn't have those immediate checks rolling in, but ultimately this, quote, cancellation does not truly do much to affect him because the majority of his fans probably don't give a fuck that he's homophobic. So, yeah. It, yeah, it's consequences for one's actions, and it's only when your fan base makes up enough people that care yeah. about you being a good person that it even starts to affect you. Yeah. Yeah, and and what's the other side? Like, this is, like, a great example of, like, the cancellation. So, like, oh, cancel culture is out of control. Lollapalooza should be forced to put on to pay and, like, let right. the baby perform after doing this stuff. They're, they have no choice in this matter. Like, what the fuck are you this talking about? This giant like, business when conservatives always want to talk about the free fucking market and yeah. corporations making their own decisions. Well, Lollapalooza did, and they said, ooh, he's a bigot. That's not a good look. Let's not have him here. That's the free market at work, you dum-dums. And yet, and yet. And yet. <laughs> Cancel culture. Um, I guess we got to talk quick, so yeah. should we... Let's take a little break. Yep. Let's take the break. We've done great. And let's take the break, listen to the ads, and come back with the voicemails. <laughs> We're back. We're back. Ta da. Um, great. Let's roll into a voicemail. Oh, sorry, y'all. We're keeping it. We're keeping it moving today. Keeping it succinct. Here we go. Hi, my name is Jedediah, and I'm in Duluth, Minnesota. And I have a Duluth. question. Duluth. <laughs> uh, we were recently trying to name a new mountain bike trail, and one of the names that got thrown around is Straight Out of Congdon. It should be known that Congdon is the name of probably the richest neighborhood in Duluth. Um, 
Thought it might be funny. Thought it might be racist. Not sure. Please let us know. <laughs> the sweet spot. Thought it might be funny. Thought it might be racist. Hopefully we can find that Venn diagram of, uh, of both. Oh, no, caller. I know that's not what you were saying. Um, <laughs> yeah. I instantly yeah. don't care about this. <laughs> oh, I the thing I was more interested in is. You think that's funny? Really, motherfucker? <laughs> it, it's not funny anymore because like. B- babies literally have onesies that say like straight out of my mom and shit like that. Yeah. So it's just so played out. Yeah. It's been a, it's been a while since I, it, I'm going to have trouble putting my finger on when it was funny. Andrew, not all, not everyone in the country is in the hip raging alt comedy scene of Los Angeles. I'm just saying it's pretty pretty rough stuff, y'all. I don't know. I think there's a huge part of the United States that the same people that are rocking that are rocking that don't talk to me till I've had my coffee t-shirt. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. I um, just... Ugh. Look, I've been to Duluth and I love Duluth. It's a weird college town with a cool little brewery. Uh, and I feel like y'all can do better. I feel like yeah. your smart, hip, weird counterculture vibes can lend themselves to you and you can come up with something better. Yeah. You can do better. You can... All right, here's a question, Tawny. This is the part I also thought might interest you. Yes, I have time for one more. <laughs> what are tra- what are what are trails named? How does that work? Oh, that's a good question. I mean, normally they're named after some racist colonizer who said that they discovered that that land. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Or like the first person to walk a long distance, aka the first white person, where you get like John Muir and shit like that. Um, mm-hmm. they're never named after the indigenous people that live there forever. I guess that's not true. Sometimes they'll name things after local tribes, but I feel like it's fewer, less often. Certainly not equal. Certainly no. not all the people that lived here versus some murderer who probably had syphilis. Yeah. Like, those are not equal things. A lot of times they'll be named after like, uh, you know, so if it's a, a mountain bike trail that's near a mountain range, maybe they'll call it that mountain range's mountain bike trail. If it's uh, something that goes, some, if it does something, like if it's like the Sea to Sky Trail or whatever, um, they'll name it for what and it does. You're flying. You're, yeah. You're taking. You're putting your little. Um, oh, you think? Was it, the, you think was that's it an duck, airplane? Ducktails? Was it? No, not Ducktails. I don't know what you're thinking, so I can't answer that. <laughs> what's 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 the the that um, '90s like? Uh, the rest, you know that. That raft of 90s Disney shows where they put their classic characters, but in something. What's the one with the seaplane? Baloo drove a seaplane. Uh, is that the rescuers down under? Maybe. Anyway, that. that seaplane. You know, little pontoons, but propellers. All of this was getting us to seaplane? Sea to sky, <laughs> baby. Anyway. Uh, yeah. <laughs> So you can name a trail after whatever, and uh, I just think you can come up with something better. What's the name of the rich neighborhood? Congdon? Congdon. Call it like... Tailspin. It was called Tailspin. Oh, yeah. Okay, call your trail Trailspin. Yeah. (laughs) It took us two seconds and a bonkers diversion to come up with something better than your (laughs) dumbass trail name. And this is why, and y'all can yell at me all you want, and I don't give a fuck. This is why I don't listen to the voicemails beforehand, because I am much better thinking on my feet. And that's how you get magic like trail spin. Caller, you're welcome. And when your friends ask, why is it called this? You just, just mm-hmm. give them this episode. Just let them go down the mm-hmm. rabbit hole with us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Trail mm-hmm. spin. Trail spin. 
Voicemail solved. <laughs> next voicemail. All right, one for one. Here's the next one. Hey, y'all. I'll try to keep this short because I'll probably dig myself in the worst of a hole the longer I talk. So I have a question regarding style. There's been a customer that's come into my work a couple of times, and each time he comes in, I just kind of laugh at his outfit because, like, he came in one time looking like a Miami Beach uh, Beetlejuice like mashup where it was like a short sleeve shirt with like vertical stripes, fedora, some, uh, a whole lot of other shit going on. And then another time he came in and he had on like a leather jacket, some like a bunch of necklaces and like all kinds of other shit. I don't even know. And I just was ragging on him. And then <laughs> I couldn't help but think that. If he was black, he could maybe pull off his fashion better. I don't know. <laughs> I was just—it was so funny to see like a white di- a white guy doing this. And yeah, now that I'm saying it out loud, it feels very racist. <laughs> I don't know. It's racist. <laughs> oh my god! I mean, <laughs> this is very funny. That yeah, you're, just, you're laughing at this man because he's white, and if the if the clothes are on someone else. You'd buy it yeah. more. You'd buy it more. It is probably... I mean, she's describing, like, a Cat Williams outfit, I guess. Yeah. Beetlejuice by way of Miami Beach? <sighs> sure. I guess it's it's that, like, intersection... Sure, sure. Not intersection and intersectionality intersection, but the logical intersection of, like... There's definitely more of a culture and history of black folks dressing like that but probably this woman <laughs> thinking if he were black he could pull it off is racist or not i don't well, know it's one of those like good stereotypes right that yeah. you know can also be harmful because it denies the full expression of existence for uh the people that it's stereotyping but this is a little offset from that you know so this isn't the same as like asians are good at math which can sound like a quote good stereotype because uh, we aren't um, <laughs> One of us isn't the exactly. Well, it denies Andrew's uh, experience <laughs> of not being good at math. Um, so the but this is a little offset from that, I think, in that it is not quite a stereotype because no one's really said there. There's not a big stereotype going around of like black people dress cool. There is like there are shades of that in places, but it's not like as it's not like oh, black people are good at sports. Like that's a that's a stereotype yeah. that people think can be good. Um, but what this is, so, th- I mean, there's a lot of history of people, uh, you know, of why black people dress in flashy ways, dress in overly formal ways often. And, you know, it all stems back to during segregation and even after and even still now needing to look or thinking that we need to look presentable or thinking that we need to look, uh, you know, dress more expensively so that we're taken seriously by white people. And so that translates into fashion in all sorts of ways where it can be. Like maybe you just need to look, you want to look flashier so that you uh, mm-hmm. are thought of as being, you know, artistic and eccentric and, um, or maybe you are just trying to dress, you know, more professionally and like a job setting just to be taken more seriously and not to be thought of as all the bad stereotypes that people used to think of or still think of black people as. I'm yeah. rambling, but you guys get it. So this is tied to that in that you see a guy in a bunch of necklaces and a leather jacket and your mind says, who have I more seen do that? Oh, I guess it's black people. Yeah. So I guess I would just say, then just take the next step beyond that and go, well, why is that? 
why you know and maybe do some research yeah. about the thing i'm trying to talk about poorly but about why black people tend to show up and show out you know yeah that felt like you you kind of nailed it i sort of stuck the landing i kind of i hit a lot of turbulence but we got there it's all about the journey that's how we're living <laughs> tail living on tra- trail spin um, and i'm hearing the ducktales theme song as we that's talk. wrong i know <laughs> is that just playing in your house uh, I think it was because I watched uh, there was a trailer for a new Chip and Dale in the same I assume the same animation company as the new DuckTales. Sure. And you know I'm culturally and publicly committed to the Chip and Dale lifestyle. You so really are. I, I need to but then I don't know why DuckTales was so. Here's a question for the caller. Oh, yeah. Would if this customer had been black and was, as you say, quote, pulling it off, but still wearing, like, wildly different outfits all the time, would you still feel comfortable roasting them? Oh. Because it sounds like it's, we're assuming that the caller has a, a a friendly relationship with the customer. It sounds like it's not mean-spirited. Would you would you still roast that person, or would you be like, well, this is what black people do, because then that gets <laughs> right. weird. Right, right, right. I think it's it's that, like... The part of your brain that takes you down the train of thought to if he were black, he could pull this off is the thing probably worth digging into. And I think mm-hmm. the caller kind of got there during the call, which is like, yeah, it's not it's not good. It's not yeah. ideal to think like that. Shoot. I think in our quest to talk fast, we have talked too fast. I feel like we got like another, we can give him another, another five minutes of something. Yeah. Kevin, tell us something you did. <laughs> All right, I got a hedgehog this weekend. Oh, what? Shit. His name is Clippy. Uh, what? I'd bring him on camera, but I know he'll shit all over me again. I've had bad yeah. experiences waking again. him up. I is he is he camera ready? Camera, camera left. <laughs> yeah, is, he's, he's behind you. Makeup. He's behind you, right <laughs> on the ground. That's a no. little. Uh, cage area for him to like walk around in i was we were doing some exercises last night get his steps in but he's he's currently in a in a little wood chip uh cage in the bedroom right now is that like a clear plastic octagon not an octagon right now it's just a bin leah bought uh an actual cage that's coming tomorrow i think i see a little bigger for him so he can so he's got like a plastic bin, like he tried to kill Superman or something. <laughs> yeah, that was that's his in, origin story. Now he's in Check jail. Check out uh, Clippy on Disney Plus, the, the mm-hmm. killing of Superman. It's the thing they put Spock behind when he got Genesis device. Um, <laughs> exactly. Well, just got to bring it to my Trek fam. Um, uh-huh. Speaking speaking of your Trek fam. Oh, sorry, Kevin, to steal your, your show. Oh, no, not at all. That was basically it. <laughs> that's a big it. That's yeah. a big it. Yeah. Hagen. Star Trek Lower Decks season two comes out next week, August 12th. You can watch one episode at a time. We don't want you to binge it because we want you to savor the, I don't know, all the work that went into it. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's too rough to let people watch animation all at once because people literally spent two years on it. So they're like, please sure. don't watch this in one day. Um, <laughs> like, Please take your time. Uh, but that comes out on Paramount Plus. If you had CBS All Access, it should be the same fucking login, even though mine doesn't work. Um, <laughs> well, okay. you know, they've they've just done such a great job with 
migrating oh, accounts God. always and zero comment <laughs> but i love star trek and all the people in charge of star trek are great and i love working mm-hmm. there um so but yeah, beam, the second beam your account over to paramount plus and uh-huh. log in uh-huh Trans- you may your- have a transporter malfunction uh like i do set but- your phasers to laugh yeah uh-huh Good. You got another uh, one? Look at this marketing you copy. To, can you tell I used to work in essentially digital marketing for Viacom? I, I can. <laughs> you got one more Star Trek thing? You got one more thing? Um, uh, do you guys have tribbles on your show? Of course. Sorry, Not on our show, thing. but in the universe. In yes, the universe, yeah. Mm-hmm. I actually have a tribble um, in here. I would put it no. on camera, but no one else will care. But I have it'll a- shit. It'll shit on you. <laughs> yeah, I can't grab my tribble because it'll shit on me again. Uh but no, that's a screen-used triple that I got from the the brain wow. trust at Star Trek. I got it sent to me. Oh my god! Yeah, that's kind of cool. I think I was introduced to tribbles on the other animated Star Trek. That very weird. Yes, the animated eight, series, eighties one, seventies. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just a lot of like trombone noises and a triple sitting on someone's head is usually it's the weirdest like 70s Hanna Barbera that like stiff but like way too human looking animation remember when they drew people yeah. and they actually looked like human beings but they could barely move it's so weird the storylines are so strange it was not for kids it was meant to be like for adults but it's so surreal I kind of love it and I also can't watch too much of it at once um Oh, what I was going to say, and this ten- ties tangentially to our show, in case you're about to like <laughs> end this podcast and listen to another one, is um, friend of the show Carl Tart is a new role on it. And I talked about this on the premium show last week, but this is one of my favorite castings in the world. He's in uh, season two of Lower Decks as Kayshawn, a Tamarian security officer. And I won't go into the whole thing because Andrew's eyes will glaze over again. But basically, this is a very <laughs> I revered- like this is an alien race that comes from a really revered and critically acclaimed episode of The Next Generation uh, with Jean-Luc Picard. And it's this very like arty thing about language and humanity and relating to people you don't understand. It's this really beautiful episode and we've never seen that alien again. But we're seeing it for the first time in this goofy-ass cartoon played by goofy-ass Carl Tart. And it is one of the perfect examples of like taking a funny person, like a black person, and putting him in this role that people think of as this like you know, the Shakespearean level, even though the original guy who played it was also black, I don't think a lot of people know that because he was covered in alien makeup. Um, And it's going to make racists so mad and I'm so excited for it. I'm just so excited. (laughs) I'm actually going to get on Reddit and I'm going to look for, I normally avoid all these nasty, mean Trek people. I'm going to look for it because I'm going to be like, you fuckers are just so, you're so wrong because this is, this is amazing. This It's so funny. (laughs) Carl is so funny and putting him in that kind of a role I think is just like, it's perfect, and everyone's gonna either love it or hate it, and I'm gonna eat it up either way. And you, and that will tell you what kind of person you are, whether you love it or hate it. Yeah, if That's you hate it, you're a bigot. Yeah, you're racist. <laughs> you cannot hate Carl Tart. You just cannot hate him. He's too lovable. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's mm-hmm. true. Uh, I feel like Carl uh, still owes me. Was he gonna change change my oil? I feel like when what? he was on, yeah. When when uh, when he was on uh, uh, Yo Can We Live, I think he offered to change my oil in my car. So I guess I guess uh, we'll see we'll we'll see which side of the uh, the coin I come out on. Hell yeah! All right. Have you changed your oil? Well, now we're we're just doing Yo Can We Live now. I've never changed oil before. I guess I've only ever put oil in. I've never completely changed it myself. 
damn. I went to a Jiffy Lube the but other day. But I could. Day. I once uh I once swapped batteries out of someone's car and then jumped someone else's car and then drove somewhere without a battery after I'd started mine. It was like this whole battery rotation where wow. What? Didn't have batteries. Yeah, guys, I'm pretty <sighs> hardcore. Jesus Christ. I oh my god. That's blowing my mind. I didn't know you could do that. Um all right. Well, certain cars is... after you start them, you don't need the battery anymore. If you stop it, you'll need the battery again. But we could get right. to our destination anyway. I don't know how to do it anymore, that's but nuts. I did it once. I didn't Can know you? That. What, Kevin? I just said that's nuts. I didn't know that that that's even possible. Yeah, and I was gonna say it's probably really unsafe to put gasoline into it, a car that's on. Right? You couldn't just keep it don't running forever. <laughs> okay. No. Don't do that. <laughs> Well, Hi. we did this Hi, show. <laughs> <laughs> we did this show in reverse. Uh, I hope you liked it. I yeah. had fun. Uh, we'll see you on Friday if you're subscribed to the premium show. Check out suboptimalpods.com. We are loving uh, everyone's subscriptions and feedback. I meant to say feedback, but we also love your subscriptions. Um, so thank you so much to everyone who is supporting us over there. You can go check out what we're doing at suboptimalpods.com to get our premium shows uh, at Trondy Newman, at Andrew T, at Kevin. Oh, you could just say Kevin J. Bartelt. Kevin J. Bartelt. Sometimes no J. Great. Sometimes and, no J? No, the other one is at Kev That's, Bartelt. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's not his Why fault. Do I, yeah. We could just say it's Kev not, J. Bartelt. It's not our fault either, though. That's the important thing. No one thought it was our fault, but it's not Kevin's fault. Um, I... I we're thought gonna, it was my fault. All right, we're gonna we're go. Gonna, that's it. The J Bye. stands for just relax one word. This is suboptimal.